Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energize, brought to you by Four Star Stout. Ross, are you intoxicated or something? Introduce the guest, man. Today we are bringing you a C-Max special. We're bringing you undefeated pro and head coach Alexander O'Sullivan, and one of the greatest amateur phenoms this country has ever seen. In Keith Kyo, lads, how are we doing? Yeah, super. Yeah. Happy to be on. Yeah. Yeah, that's spot on, yeah, spot on. Welcome to the show, lads. An absolute C-Max special, Ross. Abs- absolutely. Guys, obviously, uh, we, we can't kick off the show without mentioning uh, Kaya's win at the weekend. Alex, as our brother, as our head coach, how proud of you were on that one? I am super proud. You know, it's been a, it's been about a year and a half now. It's been over a year and a half since she, since she last fought. And, um, you know, she wasn't sure whether she was going to fight again. She was just kind of floating a little bit and... You know, just kind of kept training, uh, kept at it. You know, kept her foot in the door. Never really stopped training completely. And then, over the last few months, uh, really like you know, got got stuck back into it and uh, took a fight, good camp, and then uh, managed to win in a, in a tough fight as well. It's kind of what she needed, you know, to show that she, you know, she wants that. She has that drive that she wants to do this as a sport. That's basically what she wanted to find out. And uh, I think she kind of proved it to herself there last night, uh, two nights ago now, um, especially in that third round. When she was melted and Ava was on top, and it, it was close. It was close at times to getting stopped. Mm. So uh, she had to dig deep to push through and make sure she got the win in the end. So yeah, super proud and a lot of stress now out, off my head. So I can just focus on my own fight now, nice and relaxed, just just fighting on cage where it's chill compared to Kyle fighting at the weekend there. So yeah, very relaxed now. Yeah, is that more yeah. stressful for you seeing your sister fight than having to prepare for your own one? Pretty much, yeah. To be honest, you know, I, I know. What like I'm I'm in control of what happens when I fight out there, um, you know, to be honest, couldn't care what happens to me. You know, it's more about um, Kaya, you know, that I, I'd be I'd be stressed about, you know. So, uh, yeah, no, definitely, it's a big weight off my shoulders now going in for the last two weeks of my fight camp now. Yeah, you obviously don't care what happens to Keith either, do you, Alex? No, I haven't. You know, I hope he gets his head smashed in most of the time. <laughs> um, so no, no stress there. No, it's actually just because he's actually really good. So like, there'll be no stress. I know, I know, Keith will uh, absolutely have no issues with uh, Sam Lynch in a few weeks. Uh, should be a great, uh, great show now as well because it's been over a year since his last fight. So it's a big, uh, it's a big um, kind of milestone for the, for us now for Keith himself and us just to uh, have him back in the cage again and. And building, uh, you know, building on what he already uh, did last year with the with the massive uh, massive year he had last year. It's been slower this year, but it's gonna it's gonna kick off now um, in October now, three weeks time, and we'll probably see him out a few more times before the year yeah. ends as well. Yeah, Keith, tell us about that. Obviously, we just saw Kaya come off a long layoff and get back in there and get the win. Uh, after being there and witnessed that long layoff, are you dying to get back in there yourself? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. To be honest, even like uh, just kind of even being at the Foy show the other day, just kind of being around a lot, and um, even with Ross last week, just kind of being in the back and stuff like that, just kind of just can't wait to get back in. Like I had a layoff before. I think the last time I think it was two years out of cage, and this time it's only a year. And then obviously I had the injury in between, so it wasn't like I was just kind of sitting around doing nothing. I've always been training as well, so to actually just kind of get back in there and then. 
it's just yeah, it's, I'm buzzing for it as well. It's a bit different this time as well because I think I'm coming towards the end of the amateur career, so I'm like I'm not like nervous for the S fights or whatever. I'm still I'm like obviously like I'm never really nervous as much that much as like as most people would be, but this time it's kind of just like I don't really care what happens. I just want to go out. I want to perform. I want to show what I've been working on in the gym. And then I want to be looking to go pro and stuff like that. So it's really kind of interesting. It's exciting me more than nervous whatsoever. Like, I'm actually really excited to like, see what happens in this fight. And then hopefully the next few months, there's going to be another few fights. Hopefully the IMFs and stuff like that. Yeah, for people tuning in now, you have to make sure to check out Alexander O'Sullivan in the RDS uh, Cage Warriors Dublin on the 14th of October. And Keith Kyo the following Friday at APFC 8 on the 20th. It's going to be uh, two quality nights. Both are going to be on UFC Fight Pass and uh, Keith's one will be on YouTube as well and will be on UFC Fight Pass as well. Well, lads, before we actually get into the fights, can you tell us what the buzz is like at the moment in CMAC? Uh, Alex, you take it away, bud. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a really good vibe. We've got a, we've got a, a lot of uh, lads training hard now um, for camps, obviously. And I'm coming just to the end of mine now. Um, we had... A good few fights there in September. We're, we're packed out with fights. So we've got obviously Keith and Jake Noy now fighting on um, APFC. That's going to be an animal card just to be on. Obviously, it's uh, Anthony Pettis's first card outside of the US. So it's got some serious talent on it. It's got like uh, big names from a, a few Irish gyms. You've got the likes of uh, Owen Sheridan, El Sharif, and uh, uh, Matisse there on it from SPG, representing SPG. You've got um, Lewis Byrne from Rhino, Sennon from Rhino, and uh, I think Aaron Henry was added to the card yeah. on recently. So from Rhino, you've got you've got them lads, and then you've got the two CMAC lads um, there. So it's a deadly Irish contingent going over to to fight, and they're all fighting good guys. Look, to be fair, it's a it's a really well matched card. There's, there's big names um, on the English side of the card as well, like with the likes of uh, Axford, he's on it as a pro, and um, a few other big uh, big English names as pros and then all the Irish lads were up against top uh, English amateurs as well so um, or Welsh amateurs or whatever so it's a, it's a deadly show and the venue looks amazing as well so I'm um, I'm very excited for it personally because obviously I've got my fight now um, next next Saturday and then I can just kind of take a step back then and focus on coaching Key and Jake then um, the week after so it suits my schedule absolutely perfectly as well so we're flying into Two two big uh, two big fights for us now in October, and then straight after that, well, not straight after that, but uh, we have we have cage conflict, and we've got one out on cage conflict. Big Rory, our newest heavyweight addition, he's one and all, um, he's very good. You'll see him um, kind of make a little territory the amateur scene now next year, um, hopefully go two and all on cage conflict now, and then after that, then there's the World Championships in Albania. So this is when I take that coaching role. Um, I'll be fighting now next next week, and then I'll be looking at kind of coaching folks and more on coaching throughout the rest of the year because they're probably going to fight again now till early 2024 after this fight um, and I'll be going off with the Ireland team as the Irish uh, assistant coach to Kieran Davern with the lads but we also have um, we also have three lads confirmed on the Irish team and we're looking to get two more added to it so CMAC will have five lads on the Ireland team in Albania in November hopefully as well so that'll be our kind of running for the end of the year and everyone is trying to uh, look super hard and building towards those those uh, big events those big fights coming up so it's, yeah, it's going to be a massive event to 2023 and only going to build on 2024 and that, that's the vibe in the gym big time that 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 we're building this momentum always talking about momentum 
at the moment and it's just it is building this momentum on behind every fight every win you know i think our records and our win rates like stand, stand for themselves like with when it comes to in and uh you know on every, every show most weekends cage legacy your mm. um vertus uh akilma um they're all in a row there throughout september uh late august there um winning consistently on all of them you know so uh yeah we've got a, ma- a massive uh momentum building in the gym at the moment and it's no sign of stopping no sign of stopping at all. yeah ab- absolutely look i think uh, as an independent gym like you guys <coughs> really stand out um and obviously alex y- you make it different as well being like an active fighter as a head coach as well so it's great to see you guys i suppose you punch well above your weight really and like uh like you say like the win rate speaks for itself and also you have such like unique looks to some of your fighters like uh you look at someone like jordan bradshaw and like some of his toy style is unbelievable to look at and then you look at the likes of jake and guy and kikyo and like god only knows what submission they're going to pull out of the bag you know what i mean and then you're becoming this little arm bar merchant on your pro run so like it, it, it's it's great to see um you must be super proud and then obviously uh run the gym uh with deb as well like it really is a family run gym and it has that family run atmosphere do you feel like when you show up to a show your teams feels different to all the other teams i i think it does you know I, but that's because i'm in the team i suppose yeah you of know? course but I, I do feel that it's like a you know it's a it's a real insular like uh kind of you know like like that family family run kind of family uh vibe off it i'm very you know very close just like all i suppose we're all just like really up for each other like not that anyone from other teams aren't but like mm. you know when the teams are bigger like that there is there is going to be clicks there's going to be uh groups within the larger groups and um, whereas in cmac it's just we're just not big enough mm. not that we're not big enough we have a lot of members and all and we're training really hard and we're there like every night and all but it's just like we're so we're training with each other all together every night so there's not there isn't any space to form groups if you know what i mean or or divisions win the larger CMAC contingency, you know. So we're just we're going as a team always, uh, and you can really feel that team spirit. Like, you know, everyone is there. Like, like we really are a group of local lads. If you know what I mean. Like, no one, no one is coming into from like fighting out CMAC that came over from, you know, never mind another country, but from anywhere outside of like literally Blanche. Like, do you know what I mean? Keith lives about three minutes up the road from me. You know, Ross. Jordan up in Town, Ross is in Hartstown, it's all just D15 area, you know, so even that's just like we're, we're nearly, like, nearly like mates first and then, and then a, a fight team, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean, so it's, we're, you know, there's a, there's a passion there that's like, not, not just true MMA sport, like it's like your mates, like you really, really want them to win, you know, and then, then it hurts more, you know, <clears throat> when you lose and, and when 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 things doesn't when things don't go well, you know, but that's that's what makes it so um, exciting and makes it so intriguing and it makes us keep coming back uh, uh, to train and every every Monday, like sure Ross Fraw, uh, Ross Fraw here on there on Sunday night and he was in the gym ten a.m. Um, Monday morning helping, you know, Koya and, and me and Keith and the other lads fighting this month prepare. Literally the Monday morning he was up like you know, and that that's that's saying something for Ross because he doesn't get out of bed. He doesn't. He, 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 he may, it's hard for him to get out of bed. <laughs> but like literally, fought Sunday night, late Sunday night. He's in the gym ten a.m. Monday morning. So, um, that's the kind of that's the kind of dedication that that comes from having a team that's proper, like 
in your corner. They they really do want you to win. Do you know, it, it means a lot to everyone involved. Mm-hmm. It means so much to me that if the how how the lads do, and I know it means so much to them how I do. You know the way. So it's as long as we're winning, as long as we're doing well, the vibe is amazing. But even when even when it's not, even though like Ross Ross picked up a, a loss, he, he was fighting quite well against a good guy in Kieran, um, and got caught. You know, just got caught, got his guard passed quick, and and I'm frankly. And nonetheless, you know, there's no moping around. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's it's he's back up straight away, giving us a hand, and um, with our stuff, building for our stuff, and building for himself as well for what's next for him. So, yeah, we have that vibe. It's a daily vibe. Um, I, or is it unique? Well, I'm not sure because I don't experience the other vibes, but it's it's a great vibe anyway. No, the, 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 well, that well, it seems unique anyway, and like unique in a good way, yeah. and it seems to work for you. Uh, well, every team has their sort of vibe, you know. Mm, of course, of course, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Keith, here's here's the big question. You know, have you and Big Trev squashed the beef? And who's the real heavyweight king of C-Mac? The fella, we are. When he shows up to the gym, right? Whenever he shows up to the gym the next time, that's when it's going to be squashed, right? I haven't <laughs> seen him since what two weeks, two weeks or something like that, right? And this isn't an official call out. This isn't an official call out to get his fat ass back down to the gym. So whenever he gets his fat ass back down to the gym, we'll squash it, right? <laughs> Even though he'd probably squash me in a happy, but... Uh, we yeah, want to sit down pay-per-view. Yeah, no, no, no definitely not pay-per-view. Now, I'll have a few little videos of me taking his back and all, so that's good enough for now, yeah? But yeah, like, you're, you're definitely winning the social media war against him anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm winning in that department, all right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keith, Keith, you have to tell us... What was it like watching Alex win last time on Cage Wars in the Tree Arena? Because, like, seeing you all celebrate together, like, it was a, a sight to behold. Yeah, ah, oh, mental. I think, like, it even started, like, kind of from in the back. Like, I didn't obviously want to say, like, he's probably like himself. Like, he doesn't get nervous, really, like, fighting. But when he's coaching, maybe, like, obviously quiet and stuff like that, he was saying, like, he was nervous. But we were like that. Me, Ross and Jordan were all, like, I was getting the jitters. When he was walking out, we were walking behind him, I was like... Oh shit! Like you know, you're getting the, you're getting them butterflies. You know, you're getting them. But it was more than butterflies. It was kind of like an early in the back dressing room, warming up for some of your like more intense fights. But you get that the whole way out on the walkout when we are sitting down and all kind of in the corner. Mm. And uh, yeah, I was really getting nervous. But then when the fight kind of kicked off and stuff like that, he turned that first head kick and all. It was like we were nearly settling into the fight when he was settling into me. You know, he turned that head kick. Me out of agree. He's in there, you know. And then even when he went down onto his back, we were like. Like, there's no bother here. Like, you see him every day in the gym training and stuff like that. So, we're like, yeah, like, there's got to be no bother here. He cut the angle, took the armbar. And honestly, it was it was a win for the whole club. Like, we were, like, absolutely going off our rocker. Like, you know, you see a video in the tree arena, like, and one of the lads have. And it's, like, goes up to the big screen. And, like, Ross, like, does about four laps of the cars trying to get into the place. Like, he's going off, like, running off. Jordan's screaming as usual. And then, like, we had to be told not like, calm down. But I think that's going back to, like, the vibe around the gym and Alex well like what Alex was going to touch on on a bit it is different like obviously we are saying obviously what he was saying is we can't, we didn't experience other gyms to compare what air vibe was like to them but whatever it is in air gym it's something special like so when Alex took that win it was like yeah it was unbelievable like I think like for the whole week it was just like it was something that I've never kind of experienced myself because obviously when you win yourself, it's like mm. at the training, you're like you're nuts off and stuff. Like you're really like you're buzzing for a boat. When he won, it was like it really was a win for the whole gym. Like you know, every all the lads kind of up in the stands and stuff like that. It was unbelievable. If one of us goes yeah. to war, we all go to war. 
Yeah, and then like, and then obviously, Keith, like, p- people want to know: Are you going to try and outdo Alex's amateur record, or like after this fight, are you going to go pro? What do you have? What do you have lined up? No, no, there's not a not a hope. I'm getting toward the amateur fights. There's not a hope. No way. I don't know. Like, I don't know, like even at that. Like, that's something special. Like, um, that's something special. But I think, yeah, I think I'm looking at going pro now to start to maybe mid next year. I have this fight coming up, and then hopefully another couple of fights, maybe November, start of December. Which I'll hopefully I'll be able to kind of announce or whatever soon enough, but um, yeah, I think it'll just be pro kind of March April is kind of what I'm hoping for in around that kind of area. Maybe the summer, like you know, I'm not, I'm still young. I'm not rushing stuff as I kind of always say. Look, I don't, I don't want to rush anything. But that pro will be my next fight after this year. It'll be my last couple of fights coming up, leading up to Christmas, and then it'll be all work looking at. Probably like I don't know how we managed to get thirty fights. Like that's being honest, that's mental. Like it's because he's like meddled every time he's went to the IMF and stuff like that. So it's yeah, that's a crazy record that I don't think I'll be able to get. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we can't wait to see you. Uh, you know, have your last couple of amateur fights and then make starts to transition to pro. Uh, I'm sure, like obviously, yeah, we saw Gary Rooney and Max Lally make their debuts at the weekend, and uh, they were both victorious at pro, and that was electric. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll be a similar uh, occasion. I'm sure. Alex would be getting an absolute outrageous amount of text saying people won't fight Kikyo in his pro debut. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it would be ducking, ducking like there's no tomorrow. But uh, great to see that you're over on APFC. H- how did that come about? And tell us this, like how excited are you to fight on this uh, platform? Because they seem to be making massive waves across the UK and Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It came about Jendo from Showtime has been on to me recently um, and Damien as well Damien was going on to me from last year and then I think I think it must have been the start of the year whenever they announced the show I think Jen that was on to me and then I was kind of looking at it going yeah I want to definitely fight and that so I've kind of actually had the plan in the last few months to fight on APFC that was kind of like I was always going to fight on that I actually thought the start of the year would have been pro obviously I was inactive and I probably shouldn't I should have been fighting more than mm. obviously what I have been because I haven't fought this year so I thought maybe that could have been my first pro day. Uh, that could have been my pro, pro debut. That could have been my first fight mm. at pro. But yeah. that obviously didn't work out. So I'm, there, like, I'm just having the other amateur fight on it. And like obviously it's a big flat platform. Like Anthony Pettis, like, you know, UFC champion, the showtime kick. Like doesn't get really any bigger. Like, you know, um, I was looking at the, even the... Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. But like I was looking at it, I was looking at even the arena that the, like, the show was being held in, the Beck Arena or whatever. And it's massive, mm. like... It's really big. Like I probably never even fought somewhere like that. So even just kind of giving the chance mm. to fight in somewhere like that. Wait, like did you watch Cade Warriors Manchester? I didn't. I was training that night. Oh, yeah. you should go <laughs> so back and watch it on Fight Pass still. because that was in that arena. But, yeah, yeah. I was seeing just yeah. the little Brady fight. Um, that was unreal. Yeah. yeah, which was unbelievable. But um, yeah, actually, one of the lads only mentioned to me yesterday that was in the same place. But yeah, it's just a big opportunity. But like even at that, like. People are always going to say, a oh, big opportunity, this and that. It's another fight, lads. It doesn't matter kind of where you're fighting. They're still going to get the same nerves. They're still going to get the same vibe. A fight is a fight. It's an amateur fight as well, like that. So I'm just looking to get in there and prove myself. Prove myself. Like, I don't mean that mm. in any other way. Look, I'm buzzing to get this this opportunity. But it's very hard to kind of think about the excitement of anything else around other than the fight. And I think if people get bogged down in the details, oh, like, this person's going to be there, it's on this show. I'm not thinking about the fight. I'm just thinking about before I'm thinking about going in there, putting on a performance. And at the end of the day, that's the main thing you have to be thinking about. You know, people will get distracted, and I'm trying not to let that distract me. And it's not because all I'm thinking about is going in there and fighting. I suppose the opportunity is only good if you get the win, isn't it? 
Yeah, well, like, that's it. Like, other people, like, like, you hear other people, like, saying, oh, buzzing for this show and that show. It's very hard to get excited for that show. Like, I'd be at, me, I'd be at fight sometimes where I'm like, I wish I was in the blading crowd looking at me on me fight, you know what I mean? Like, when you have, like, maybe, like, some of your mates there and all, and they're all buzzing. You you can't feel that excitement. Like, like and they're all, like, I'm there to support you. Like, no one else can support you. You're in there fighting on your own. It's only you and your corner team showing in instructions at you. Like, you can't enjoy it. Like, not, I don't mean enjoy the experience because mm. I love fighting, but I mean, it's fighting and that's it like just it's nothing else to it you're getting in there with like just a different opponent every time so i think it is kind of hard to like you know maybe be like oh it's this this person's at the show and whatever i'm getting in there to fight and that's kind of the main thing that's what i'm focused on you know yeah baz says that at the local shows baz is like well, we have to do a few interviews in the back it's like i'd actually love to sit out there and watch the fights and not have to do any interviews at times yeah not because we don't want to interview the fighters because you don't want to miss a piece of the action that's uh, it. Like, but, this looks like, so good, crack. Yeah, it is. It is. But uh, you know, what I mean, we have to we have to give the help the fighters and do the interviews afterwards and yeah. get get that out there as well. That's, that's um, it is indeed. Yeah. Alex, obviously, you did the walk in Cage Warriors last time. We're doing the walk again in Dublin uh, over in the Order. Yes, how excited for you? Or how excited for this are you? And um, tell us a bit about the fight. Obviously, you're fighting Bilal Labi. Is that how you say it? Yeah, nailed it. Thanks two very much. Overs, two and overs, 2-0. Yeah, so uh, uh, two and overs, 2-0, but, you know, he's never armbarred someone, Alex. Not that I know of, anyway, yeah. I can't, I can't find too much uh, footage on him. Um, I, it was hard to match me for this fight. I thought I had a few matches, and they fell through earlier in the camp and that kind of thing. Um, no one, like, seemed to, like, kind of sign on the dotted line and, and actually confirm the fight um, mm. for ages. So that was kind of little bit you know a little bit of anxiety there trying to make sure i get the opponent you know i don't want to miss these opportunities and um, to fight yeah. in dublin um, because it was an absolutely incredible experience like one of the best experiences of my life so far without a doubt fighting in the street arena for cage warriors and winning um it was just uh absolutely you know outstanding as you can imagine as, as you touched on earlier such a such an incredible yeah. experience and it's like it's like he is saying like you know i'm not i'm not going in here thinking oh, I, I wonder he'll be at this show or will people like think I'm even killer if I be, or will you get to enjoy his glasses afterwards? Yeah, you know that, that's <laughs> so all. Sorry, an interview, man. <laughs> that's all I'm thinking about is your post interview. But now, in, in all seriousness, it's like that. It's just it, you're going in there. I think Gary Rooney was talking about in the interview recently, like being in the positions and being actually like mm. present there and thinking like, what's the best thing for me to do right now in this position to improve my chances to win this fight? You know, you're not thinking about anything else. I don't even. I don't want to be thinking about what's outside the cage, what's happening. I'm literally thinking I'm just locked in on my opponent. I don't know if you, you was not with, I'm sure a lot of fighters do, but we have a very big thing of just being focused on their opponent. Like as mm. soon as the fight begins, you don't take your eyes off them. You're not thinking like, oh, my bird is in the cage, outside the cage watching me. I better look good. I better do this particular technique. No, no none of that. Like you're literally just looking at your opponent, looking mm. at them breathing, looking at them tired, looking at them like seeing any cracks in their armor maybe there is no cracks you're just imagining it you're just making yourself hyped you're just making yourself focused literally every little movement can help you you know especially as you as you get good as you get better as you're fighting better opponents subtle movements and subtle reactions are mm. what sells techniques and sells um attacks and that's what you're trying to pick up on and look for your own thing so really like you're just trying to close out everything else around you so like like he's saying there as well like it's it's absolutely a great opportunity to fight on Anthony Pettis' show and it's an absolutely it's gonna be absolutely animal for me to fight 
in Cage Warriors in Dublin again in the RDS. As soon as the fight's over, then my life like restarts. Up until then, I can't see anything past Bilal in two weeks' time Saturday night in the RDS. Yeah, you know, just make sure to jump on top of the cage after Russell Choi of Forest Irish Stout. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That that all just comes that but that all comes naturally. Like you feel that in there, yeah. you just you just do it naturally. And so don't get me wrong, I'm super excited to fight in Cage Warriors. Super, super excited. It's going to be an incredible experience, win or lose, you know. But for me, it doesn't really matter the platform I'm fighting on. It matters the opponent, it matters how I am mentally, how I am physically going into that fight because that's what that's what people remember. That's mm. that's like you're only as good as your last fight. Yeah, recent bias is definitely real and it's very much a what have you done for me lately sport. So uh mm -hmm. look, it's great it's great to have the two is on, it's great to get that sort of in depth uh info from uh, how you guys done. Uh Keith Keith had enough of us. He said he, he's uh recently biased in the bills. Yeah, 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 he's he's uh I think I think I think um Trev entered into his room after yeah, the chat there. Have, yeah. Uh yeah. so uh that's the crack, that was Trev but, outside parking, was it? But sure, look, Alex, you've been there and done it on the world stage before, and I've no doubt you'll get the job done come uh, that, October 14th. Don't worry, Keith, we thought uh, Trev was knocking at your door. Uh, <laughs> by the way, shout out to Trev, by the way. He's actually, he, 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 he's an absolute character. That, that yeah. man can sell a fight as well. Uh, yeah. he's an absolute I'm best skill at Jake and Guy as well, fighting yeah. an APFC as well, obviously. Yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah. very yeah. excited to see him as well, because uh, that, man, that man's a phenom, so... Uh, we're, we're buzzing He's to see it. Um, yeah, he is. He is, he is. We absolutely love it. But uh, guys, thanks a million for uh, for joining us. Uh, anything else to say before we let us go? Not, not much. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Ready to rock. Ready you to up, rock, yeah. You up the C-Mac. Uh, guys, for anyone at home, watch, make sure to like, share, subscribe. And as always, stay, stay energized. 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 energized, show up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. But I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.